and you are listening to Insane Sports with Ian Hole, brought to you by the Rehab Sports Guys podcast group. You can also follow our other podcast at KO Sports Talk or at KO underscore Sports Talk, which is Jesse and myself on Kicker and the Outlaw. And then you have our new one at House in Shambles, which is David and I, myself. Uh, at underscore curse feeling that's David at J Will Sports Guy that's Jesse and then myself at insane sport or insane underscore sports so now we got all the Twitter bull crap out of the way we are gonna talk about the AAF premiere that was Saturday night and Sunday night. Saturday night, it was a huge, huge thing on the internet. Like, Twitter Twitter exploded. Like, Twitter nearly shut down because of uh, that hit in the very first AAF game, Alliance of American Football. Uh, I want to say, I don't remember what game it was. I will tell you in just one second here. in the Arizona, I believe, game. No. No, it was not. It, the, here it is. It was San Antonio played San Diego, and the San Diego quarterback got completely demolished. You had, If you can't, haven't seen it yet, go to my Twitter, and it's on my Twitter. You can find it, I promise. So go to at insane underscore sports. Go to it right now. Oh, well, hold on, not right now. Watch this first. Think of Watch that. All right. But uh, they didn't end up winning the game. Uh, their San Diego lost 15-6. to Wasn't really exciting, maybe. But, I mean, you like the hits. You like the reviews that you got in Orlando game because during the reviews – you get to uh, listen to the person in the booth and how they feel. Now you don't have to listen to these announcers going, oh, I think this is going to happen. Oh, I think that's going to happen. Oh, well, we weren't right. Well, oh, no, we don't know what they're thinking. Well, now you know what they're thinking because you get to listen in to what they are talking about with the referees because they let you hear it all. And then uh, when they mic up the players, it's all live. It's all live TV. It's kind of like the XFL. There's no editing. There's no nothing. So it's boom, right in your face. Uh, so there's that. I was also listening to the radio and heard that CBS had a hold on, like, you couldn't, like, other stations like ESPN and stuff couldn't run video feeds till all the games were over. Like, what's up with that? Like, the dude that hit the big – had the big hit on the quarterback, played at Texas A&M and the SEC Network, wanted to run it on their SEC Now show, but they couldn't because CBS had a hold on it, which I think is the dumbest thing ever. Like, when you're starting a new league, your whole thing is brand and getting it out there. Well, if you've got a restriction on being able to put stuff out there, I just think it's mind-bogglingly stupid that you would do something like that, but uh, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to being able to watch some of these games because I was at work this weekend, but I was able to see some of the highlights from Twitter, and Twitter exploded. There's a, there's a big, big push uh, for this league, and 
they even had a better overnight rating than the big Houston Rockets and OKC Thunder game that I will get to next. But they beat them out on ratings, which is kind of crazy to me. But I'm happy for it. I've always thought that the NFL needed a uh, a minor league uh, system, maybe. And this might be it. They get to try out new rules. The NFL needs to look at this replay thing. Uh, and don't forget... But, oh, and don't forget the old ball coaches down there in Orlando. I know Chris America and Loudbeer were talking about it earlier today, but uh, I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, the old ball coach getting back in to coaching. I've always been a big fan of Steve Spurrier, even when he was at Florida. When he was at South Carolina and Washington, eh, not so much. But I was a big Florida fan as a kid because of Steve Spurrier and what he was doing with offenses. And, of course, that continues. His team won 40-6. to six. Like, talk about rubbing it in. Like, that's the only lopsided game, really. Uh, uh Well, take that back. Uh, Memphis lost 26 to nothing to Birmingham. Uh, Memphis was talent-wise supposed to be the worst team in this league, and it's definitely showing up. Speaking While we're on the AAF, make sure you check out the AAF Radio Now brought to you by uh, 12-Ounce Sports. Uh, they've been a big supporter of us, and someone I'm really fond of is Nate Wall. He's doing a real good job with that. He's the one behind all of it. Need to go follow them. It's Just search AAF Radio Now on Twitter, and you can find their Twitter page. Uh, I just think this football league is a big is a big, big marketing thing. If they market it correctly, it'll be awesome, especially since they're playing during the offseason in the NFL. As soon as their Super Bowl is over, free agency for the NFL starts. So if you go ball out in this minor league, you'll probably end up on the NFL roster for uh, uh, for summer camps. So, I mean, it's a big thing. I don't think it's fair for some of these college kids that – are decent football players, just there's not enough room for them on the NFL roster. Go out and make a little money, maybe improve and develop. That's the big thing. This needs to be a developmental league. Like, you can't develop if you're just sitting behind somebody and not playing, or not playing at all, and just sitting at home waiting for a phone call because somebody got hurt. So I think it's really big. And maybe even let some of these guys that are just practice squad quarterbacks and running backs and receivers and players like that go play on these teams, go ball out, and then go make another roster and then instead of sitting on somebody's practice squad. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it's going. Uh, Orlando looks really good. Uh, Birmingham looked good. I liked what I saw out of uh, – the Salt Lake, Arizona game, very competitive, 36-22. Uh, I like the fact that there's no onside kicks. Or, yeah, the, the onside kicks are you go for it, 4th and 12 at your own 28. If you don't get to the 40, the other team gets the ball right there. I think that's great. That's a great idea. I'm tired of kickoffs. I'm tired of players getting hurt on kickoffs. And I'm tired of, like, three commercials in, like, 20 seconds. Like, oh, touchdown commercial. Come back. 
kickoff commercial, comeback, three and out commercial. It's like, oh my gosh, like, can we just play football? Like, I, that's, I'm not here for all your commercial bull crap. I'm ready to watch football. So, if you have, lo- I would rather you have long commercial breaks and less of them than have more of them at shorter, if that makes any sense. Like, I would rather you have longer commercial breaks than have, like, three back-to-back that are really short. Like, I want football. Like, give me football. Feed me more. Feed me. Feed me. Feed, like the cookie monster. But I'm excited. I really, really like this league. I've said this like five times because I'm really excited. I love football. And I really like it because I'm not a baseball fan, so I'm not like mouth-watering over spring training like some people are. I mean, I loved baseball as a kid, but my Rangers sucked the last five years, so I've kind of gotten worn out on it. But on a sport I really, really do love, the, the basketball, the NBA. Uh, Houston Rockets played Oklahoma City Thunder Saturday, and it was a really good game. Oklahoma City beat the Houston Rockets 117 to 112. James Harden had 42 points. Uh, Paul George balled out. He had, uh, I believe, 40, 45 points, 11 rebounds. Russell Westbrook had a triple-double, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. Well, he technically had a quadruple-double. He had... 21 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, and 10 turnovers. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, but that's the Russell Westbrook you get. Like, he's going to go 100 miles an hour, probably going to turn the ball over 7 to 10 times a game, but he's also going to give you 10-plus assists, 10-plus rebounds, and 20 points. So, like, if Paul George is balling out like that and then you get 20 points out of Steven Adams, like, OKC is hard to beat. And when Paul George was guarding uh, James Harden, he was very ineffective. He dropped most of his points when James, when Paul George was not guarding him. And this video coming out where he drops uh, Paul George is bogus because what does he do? He pushes off, step back, shoots a three, and misses. So why is this trying to be a viral video? Oh, he dropped Paul George. <laughs> no, he didn't. He pushed off. Like, if they would call a foul, that should have been an offensive foul, and Oklahoma City should have had the ball. And then later in the uh, sequence, James Harden ended up hitting a three, and that's because they didn't call a foul. So there's that. But I really like this Oklahoma 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 City Thunder team. I do. I mean, Paul George played really good defense. Uh, Russell Westbrook's going to give you 20, 10 to 10 every night. Uh, he's going to go 100 miles an hour, be super competitive. Steven Adams is going to get you re- – he's going to get you a double-double every night. Uh, like I, I've said in the past, I don't think this one-man 40 points a night James Harden uh, Rockets – thing is going to work. Chris Paul is going to have to do something. Like, there was a lot of times where I saw where Chris Paul got the ball and immediately looked to give the ball to James Harden because I don't think he's healthy. I just think he's just out there for moral support and to play a little bit. And he, like, gets out of the way a lot of times. Like, they need you too because, like, they're going to let James get his 40. But if they can keep you, the rest of y'all fools in check, they're going to win. You're going to lose a lot of games. So, 
I don't like the Rockets going forward. I mean, it's great in the regular season. They got a big game against a surging Dallas team right now who's playing with a lot of – who's playing right now, having a lot of fun. Hopefully, they're pushing for a playoff, and I'll get to them in a little bit because uh, of their game yesterday. But this Rockets-Thunder game was huge, but it still got beat out by the big AAF premiere Saturday night. Uh, some more things I want to get to. The UFC had a was going to be a big card to me this weekend, but uh, uh, Robert Whitaker ended up pulling out due to a hernia injury. The dude had to go to the hospital for that hernia. Like he was throwing up all the water he was drinking. So to all the people that are like Robert Whitaker, this Robert Whitaker, that Robert Whitaker didn't stop. Stop, bro was in the hospital. Like, just, just stop. Um, just, just stop. Like, stop right there. And even if you don't believe it, go to UFC's uh, Twitter page, and there's a video of him posting from the hospital about being sick and his hernia injury. It's kind of an awkward injury. It doesn't feel good. I've never had it personally, but I know people that have, and I don't want it. Like, I don't want it at all. But Robert Whitaker had to pull out the day of, so of course his title fight with Kelvin Gastelum has been called was called off, and Kelvin Gastelum is walking around the arena with this belt that he got from. Uh, oh well, breaking news: Kyler Murray is going to be com- fully committed to the NFL. Well, I already figured that. Like, what's that? Why is that news? But anyways, uh. What was I talking about? UFC 234. That's right. Kelvin Gaston was walking around with this belt. Like, I'm the champ. I'm the champ. I showed up. Bro, he got hurt. Like, chill out. I mean, I understand. Maybe you should, in non-title fights, I think fighters that show up the week of, make weight, get on the scale, make the weight, and the other guy pulls out due to some sort of injury, I think you should do win by no contest or something. But not for a title fight. For a title fight, sorry. And... The worst news comes the fact that Israel Asanse, I think that's how you say his name, was uh, fighting the Stylebender, basically. I'm going to call him a Stylebender because I don't want to pronounce his game again, his name again. Uh, he was fighting Anderson the Spider Silva. Great matchup, like the young versus the old. The Stylebender was amazing, like did the whole come on and then Anderson did his whole hands on the hips, standing in the middle of the octagon, like, I'm standing right here. I mean, it, it was the greatest thing ever. It was a great fight. I would love to see it again for five rounds. Because three rounds, in my opinion, was kind of short. I didn't like it. Uh, but I understand why, because they weren't prepared to go five rounds. They, they didn't, neither one of them train for five rounds so you can't be like oh hey you're gonna go five rounds instead of three rounds that no you can't do that so understand because normally the ufc in a main event will be five five minute rounds but since they all had trained for three five minute rounds they're not gonna change it now moving on that was the ufc oh why am i moving on? hold up conor mcgregor shut down mma twitter this saturday night with a lot of tweets, like, he called out the worm, uh, Kelvin Gastelum, like, why is this warrior walking around with, uh, the UFC belt, blah, 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 uh, what was, oh, and then, uh, 
Anderson Silva said he wants to fight on the Brazil card and wants to fight uh, Nick Diaz at 185. And Connor's like, book it. Put me with Nate Diaz, or put me fighting Nate Diaz as the co-main event. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, do I want to see an, a Diaz McGregor 3? Probably not. But if I do, I would love to see it on a Anderson Silva retirement fight with bringing back Nick Diaz. But Nick Diaz put a Instagram video up, so I don't think he's fighting anytime soon. Not by the looks of that video. If you want to look it up, go watch Nate Diaz's video on Instagram. Uh, moving on. But yesterday afternoon, there was a basketball game in Dallas, Texas, between the Portland Trailblazers and the Dallas Mavericks. And I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, but like Portland was up 92 to 78 going into the fourth quarter. Should win that game, right? But they scored nine points, and Dallas scored 24, so they lost by one. And it was a tie game with, like, less than 30 seconds left. And Luka Doncic, my boy, uh, drives to his left, gets fouled, throws up a crazy shot off the glass. It goes in. Dallas goes up two. He goes on to make the free throw. Dallas goes on to win the game, 102-101. Dallas is kind of hanging around. They've got a fun little team. I like it. Uh, I'll pull up the standings right here. They are. Uh, Dallas is currently four games back of the Clippers in the West playoff picture. And as you can see over to my left, if you are watching this video, that I will get to the West playoff picture later. But Portland collapsed. You get outscored 24-9 to in the fourth quarter. Like, really? I mean, Doncic played relatively well and was in the locker room was freaking out. I'll tell you all sorts of things about it. Dang, hold on. Here we go. Box score. Damian Lillard balled, but what's surprising there. And McCollum kind of disappeared. He was 6 for 17, 0 for 5 for 3, 14, 5 and 5. Not bad, but if you're an all-star or all-star caliber player that they want to win championships, that's not going to get it done. Uh, Nurkic had 18 and 10. That's not bad, but he fouled out. Uh, Lillard ball 13, or had 30 points, 6 for 11 from 3. Uh, Harley Jr. got his first 20-point game as a Maverick. He had 24 points. Uh, Tonsic had 28, 9, and 6. With all, he was flirting with a triple-double. Uh, but I like this Mavericks team. I like Courtney Lee. I like Trey Burke. At some point, Trey Burke's got to be starting, in my opinion. I like Brunson. But these little Rondo, halfway to Rondo, triple-doubles where he's got like six points, seven assists, and two rebounds aren't going to cut it to start. I really like Trey Burke. I really like what Trey Burke did in their his last game. They didn't get the win against Milwaukee, but then again, it is Milwaukee. Uh, they played them pretty tight. The bench in that game, the bench had 32 of the 34 fourth quarter points. Like, they were putting up mad points in that game, but... It, Milwaukee's just another animal. Uh, but if I'm Portland, this is a bad loss. 
because Dallas is not a playoff team, and you're blowing a 15-point. Is it just a thing to keep blowing, <laughs> blowing leads lately? Because Boston's blowing leads, Portland's blowing leads. Like, you got to at some point figure out how to close games. Next, I want to get to the Philly Four, as I want to call them. <laughs> the Philly Four, I like that. But you got Tobias Harris, uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, Joel Embiid, uh, and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons shot a three-point shot last night. You, He shot 14 of those in his career. He shot one last night, and he missed. But it looked pretty, but he missed. And uh, Joel Embiid even was like, oh, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, I need to get this rebound. <laughs> like, that's what he said to his post game. That's, that's pretty funny. But uh, Philadelphia 76ers completely destroyed the LeBron James-led Lakers, 143-120. to LeBron James had a little 18-point, uh, like, 10 rebounds and 9 assists, like, almost had a triple-double, but had eight point, eight, 18 points. Uh, Joel Embiid had 37 points to lead uh, the Sixers scoring. Kuzma had 39 points. He went, I believe, like, 8 for 11 from 3. Uh, you, But their second-leading scorer was JaVale, JaVale McGee. He cannot be your second leading scorer if you expect to win a lot of games. I like JaVale McGee's like hustle, but you can't you can't do that. Like and you first off, you can't lose by twenty five points and giving up hundred and forty three. Like you score hundred and twenty points and you still lose by twenty? Like Luke Walton's gotta get first of all, Magic Johnson, this is your fault. You put together a team full of trade baits. Full of trade baits. What did you expect from them? You expected Luke Walton to coach this team? No. This ain't Luke Walton's fault. This is Magic Johnson's fault for putting together this trade bait of a team where the veterans weren't going to really buy in because they knew that this isn't Cleveland. They know they're not riding LeBron James coattails to the the NBA Finals, because they're not beating Golden State. They might not even make the playoffs. Like, come on. Magic, you're better than this. I love Magic, but come on. This roster is bad. Like, bad, bad. But what's more important is Philadelphia is for real. Tobias Harris had 22-6-6. He was nowhere near the best player on the floor. Jimmy Butler had an okay game. J.J. Redick went for 20 points. Like, J.J. Redick's been balling. If he's making shots, Tobias Harris is shooting 40% from three. Ben Simmons is running the offense, not shooting threes. Don't shoot any more threes. You've got J.J. Redick, Tobias Harris, and Jimmy Butler. Don't shoot any more threes. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Joel Embiid was balling. When they have it clicking on all cylinders, I think they can play with Golden State because Ben Simmons' length will bother Steph Curry. Uh, J.J. Redick and Clay Thompson will chase each other around the court. Uh, Jimmy Butler can play with Kevin Durant. And do I think Golden State would win the series? Absolutely. But 
I think they the 76ers are the best team in the East right now, playing right now. The Bucks, if they can get uh, Nikolai Mirotic to into their system and playing and everything, I think they could be a really good team because they can spread the floor. They're big. Uh, they destroyed Dallas Friday night because Dallas didn't have a center. But uh, Bucks are probably the biggest team, and they're going to give 76ers fits because if Joel Embiid gets in foul trouble, they're just too big on their front line, and you can't guard them if Joel Embiid's hurt. So that's gonna, that'd be a big series. I think the playoffs are going to come down to matchups. Who gets the number one seed? Who gets number two, three, and four? Because right now in the East, it's a top four and nobody else because the, the bottom 11 seeds are atrocious. Like, they're bad. They're real bad. Speaking, I mentioned the Warriors. The Warriors played the Miami Heat last night, who were bottom of the East. So, on paper, you would think this is not a basketball game, right? But Dwayne Wade and the boys turned back the clock and had the Warriors on their heels. I'm going to show you a little highlight of when Dwayne Wade really turned back the clock in the final minute. Dwayne with the block, Dwayne on the outlet, and Dwayne with the finish. That put Miami up two late in that game. Up one, I'm sorry, late in that game. Uh, the Warriors were able to close it out, but I think that's a big game for the Miami Heat. But they should have won that game, in my opinion. There was a blown call on Kevin Durant late in that game that the Warriors ended up scoring on and winning the game. They ended up winning by two. It's a good test for the Warriors, though. I think it is. It's a good thing this time of year for the Warriors to get tested a little bit so that they're not kind of shell-shocked in the playoffs if they get into a tough series. I still like the Warriors. The Warriors are still number one in the West. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Warriors going to the finals. Oh, was that a shock? Warriors going to the finals? Shocking? Not so much to me. Okay. So, L.A. Boston, part four. Because you had Dodgers and Red Sox, Red Sox won. And then you had Rams, Patriots, Patriots won. And then Lakers, Celtics the other night. Lakers won. What? L.A. won? Uh, what? Yeah, they were up big. Uh, Boston was up big in that game. Uh, the Lakers come back, and of all people, Rajon Rondo hits the game-winning shot in Boston in the Garden for the Lakers. Let that sink in. Rajon Rondo hit a game winner in Boston in the Garden for the Lakers. And then, to repeat all of that, last yesterday, uh, Boston played the Clippers. Gave up a 28-point lead to the Clippers. <coughs> the Clippers who traded away Tobias Harris. They have no superstars on that team. Just play really good defense and have a great coach. And sometimes that's a formula for success. 
I like the Cubs as going forward. And I'm going to say, first of all, Boston, what's wrong with you? Is this Brad Stevens' fault? I don't think it is. Kyrie? Kyrie got hurt in the game? Y'all need some leadership. Y'all got players. Ain't got no leaders. And that's what uh, Morris said in his interview. We just soft. We ain't playing. We ain't having no fun. Hey, start having fun. Start playing as a team. Maybe if Kyrie would keep his mouth shut and not talk about, and maybe if the media, your Boston media, would stop asking so many questions about his pending free agency, why don't you go talk to the front office? Hey, because they didn't try and sign him to an extension. So are they part to blame with all this nonsense? Because they're swirling Kyrie to New York, Kyrie to go play with LeBron in L.A. Like, there's a lot going on. And I don't think it's going to destroy this locker room. There's trade talk going all over the place. Anthony Davis, is he going to stay in Boston? Would he stay in Boston? It's destroying the locker rooms, though. Because this young, these young players are reading all this crap on Twitter and Facebook and all these other social media avenues. And it's affecting their play. Well, it didn't affect Kyle... Kyle Kuzma's play, he dropped 39. They still lost, but it didn't affect, didn't affect them. So, the West playoff picture. Here it is. Golden State's at 1 at 40 and 15. Denver's at 2 at 37 and 18. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, 36 and 19. They're only four games back at Golden State. Uh, Portland is 33 and 22. Uh, they're flirting with Houston right now. They gotta start winning some games because Houston's been balling. Utah leads the the West in defense. They're at six. San Antonio's at seven. Uh, then rounding out the playoff picture right now is the L.A. Clippers at 31 and 26. They've been they've been playing all right of late. Uh, then you got San Antonio, Los Angeles Lakers, Dallas Mavericks, and Minnesota at 25 and 30. New Orleans at 25 and 32. Memphis at 23 and 34. And then there's Phoenix at 11 and 47. Yeah, Phoenix is 11 and 47. Like they're bad. They're not a tanking bad. They're just bad. I I think they don't need Zion Williamson. They need a whole new front office. Need a new owner. Need a new coach. Need, I, they need a lot of things. I, you're not going to find that in Zion Williamson. Uh, I think the race for eight, if, I'll throw in San Antonio because they're only half game up on L.A. From seven to 11, it's tight. Dallas is at, sitting at 11. They're 26 and 29. They're only three games back. No, four games back. They're four games back, and only three games in the loss column. So, I really like uh, right now the L.A. Lakers. Both the L.A.s might not make the playoffs if they if the Lakers can't figure it out and get this young core back in it. I, they may not make the playoffs, and it's been a long time since they didn't make the playoffs. I really like this Sacramento team, the Sacktown team that got Harrison Barnes and that. Really like this team. 
uh, Marvin Bagley dropped 30 points this weekend. Uh, you've got the probably the top five fastest player in the NBA in uh, the Arian Fox. I love the Arian Fox. And then uh, you also you got Harrison Barnes in that trade. You've got uh, Buddy Heald. I really like that team. Like that team should be in the playoffs, and no one thought that, and that's crazy to me. I thought they were going to be about ten seed, but hey. If they make the playoffs, that's awesome. I'm all for that. Like, go Sacramento. Like, I'm a big – I was a big Harrison Barnes fan in Dallas, and we traded him. And I'm cool with that because he was making $25 million. He don't need to be making $25 million. Harrison Barnes good. He ain't $25 million good. And I've gone rounds and rounds on that. Uh, so, this West is going to be a lot of fun. You will not have any idea – who is going to win the West until the last week of the season. All right, on to my very final topic, and it's going to be an L.A. versus Boston topic. What's the better trade for Anthony Davis? So the Lakers offered up Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, uh, Brandon Ingram, Zubac, and two first-round picks, and they said no. Why? Why did you say no? Like, what in the world did you say no to? Because Zubak is probably a, could be a 12 and 10 guy. Uh, Brandon Ingram's an easy 17 and 7 guy. Kuzma can get you 20 points a game. Lonzo Ball can give you a double double and assist, rebound. He could really give you a triple double every night if in the right situation. And then you get two first-round picks. Like, why do you say no to that? Is Boston's uh, core really that much better? Because what are they going to give you? Uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, two first-round picks that may be better than what the Lakers could give you. I think they should have taken the Laker deal. And just the reason I think that is because it would have gutted the entire Los Angeles Lakers organization. And all you would have had is LeBron James, Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, Lance Stevenson, and Anthony Davis. I mean, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are really good. Rajon Rondo's good, and playoff Rondo's a thing. I'm telling you, that's a thing. But... What are you? What is? What is New Orleans doing? Like, are they trying to be the Magic of the West? No, they're not trying to be the Magic of the West because the Magic are smart enough to trade their best player. They just don't know how to draft. Mo Bamba, really? Okay, now you're gonna lose Vucevic. Oh my gosh! Like, come on, Orlando, do something. Like, trade Aaron Gordon to Dallas. <laughs> we could use some size. Well, no, just let Vucevic walk. We'll take him to Dallas. But back to New Orleans. What are you doing? Chris Paul wants to leave. You get virtually nothing back. Anthony Davis wants to leave, and you're trying to screw this up too? Don't screw it up. Make sure you get the trade done because if he walks, he's going to either L.A. or New York, and you're going to get nothing. Even if it's not as much as you want, you better get something. Because Julius Randle ain't running. Julius Randle's balling this year. 
Okafor is balling this year, but they're not taking him anywhere. And I can tell you that right now. They can't play defense. They're they're 